Hey there and welcome to Real Talk with Sam podcast. We're doing real topics, talking about real stories, and having real talk from a millennial minister's point of view and guests from all over the world. Hello and welcome back, beautiful people. I have missed y'all so, so much. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. I am so excited, but at the same time in such a position of peace and just serenity. And as I was watching and listening to the wind in the background, I don't know if y'all can hear it, but um, it just got me thinking. I said, you know what? It's time to continue the conversation. So we're going to continue the conversation Um, anxiety anonymous AA feeling out of control that's what um, I'm taking the famous term AA not as Alcoholics Anonymous in case y'all haven't checked the last episode I encourage you to pause this real quick and go listen to that episode because it gives us a quick introduction and lays the foundation about what AA means in the context of our show so if you haven't listened to that go and listen to that real quick and come back to this one Um, so feeling out of control. Now there is a lot of debate. There's a lot of things going on in this world. I mean, I don't think at this point, I don't think there's even a time where there's not a lot going on, but I think there's just different things going on, different things that are popping off. And so it's easy now. It's easy now to be triggered. It's easy now to feel some kind of way. It's easy to lose yourself in all of everything that's happening not including what may be happening inside your own home. So it's understandable and it's easy to feel out of control. And I want to validate that just for a second, but I'm not going to justify it either because there are ways and there are tools that we have to combat these things. So let's talk about that today. All right, let's just go and talk about that. Um, So as people of God, you know, this is, this is actually for everybody. This is, if there's ever a topic that I feel is for everybody. This is for everybody, whether you, these are for the people of God, especially, but even if you don't identify as a Christian, but you do believe that there's a God or, uh, you identify under a different, um, religion or faith, or you don't believe in God at all. You're still God's creation. Nonetheless, you're a human being and everyone at some point in time experiences anxiety, whether it is, um, a once a once in a blue type of thing, or it happens to be hereditary. I go into that on the last episode as well. So again, if you haven't listened to it, go back to that episode. Um, but I offer this encouragement to all of you because it's all, it's really needed right now. And as of this very moment, we are not only in the midst, still in the midst of a global pandemic with yet another strain. I don't even know what the name of it is at this point. Um, And then we have something called monkeypox that's now in the mixture, along with, in addition to like legislation and laws that are trying to be passed, um, and heated debates and discussions about that, about you know pressing issues and how we should view it and how we should re how how we should you know move in society and all of that stuff. I'm not going to go too deep into that on this episode, but just to give you another idea of what's happening. And there's also, you know, relationships that are on 
the brink of either making it or not. There are relationships that for the first time are being forced to really look and be examined to see where the couple or where the relationship really stands. I'm not just talking about couples like romantic couples. I'm talking about mother-daughter relationships, mother-son relationships, father-children, all of that, all types of relationships I am speaking of. Um, it's really being like, okay, where are we at right now? Like, is it a functional relationship? Is it a dysfunctional relationship? And how do we go? What do we do from here? That's another thing that's happening. Also, we have inflation right now. I mean, we are experiencing some of the highest inflation rates that we have seen since the pandemic started. I'm not saying in history, but this is one of those moments in history where you're like, whoa, like gas prices, Lord have mercy. I was, I, I was about to just, oof. <laughs> like when I was at the gas station, I was like, Lord, I, I can't even right now. I can't even believe what my eyes are seeing. But God said that all of these things would happen ahead, way before it actually took place. So you got all of these things. And then on top of all of that, with the inflation, people are considering or going on with, you know, starting their own businesses or debating on whether or not after leaving the workforce, if they should go back to work, if they should do part-time, full-time, like, or if they should, you know, be on site or remote or hybrid. So there's so many things. These are just a handful or a couple of handfuls, because I mentioned quite a bit number of things. These are just some examples. These, these don't comprise of everything that's going on that can trigger that anxiety, that can trigger you feeling out of control, that you feel like you don't have a grip on life, that you feel like your mind is about to explode to smithereens and to like, like for no return. Like it's understandable. It is really understandable. So I have some points for y'all. I'm not going to be before you too long for this episode. Um, but I do want to encourage you that even in the midst of all of these things taking place, even in all, even if things are falling apart, even if things are just got you in a place of just pure madness, you just feel like chaos is breaking out all around you. I need you to know that God is still present. I, I just need you to, to listen to me right now. God is still present. God is still on the throne. He has not left his throne. He has not taken a break. He's not taken a sabbatical. He's still right there, but he is in, he is not going to move unless you activate that faith. And we talked about that. We talked about that a long time ago on this show. I don't even remember what episode off the top of my head, but you got, you got to scroll for that one. But my point is God is not going to move while you're sitting and allowing fear to set in, in the form of anxiety, he's not going to move. He's not going to do it. So the first point that I want to make is things are going to be chaotic. Like let, let's just, let's just establish that right off. If, 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 if what's going on in the world hasn't shown you that things are always going to be chaotic or things are going to be chaotic period in some, in some way, this should be like the last couple of years should be you know, you've learned that lesson now, if you haven't learned it already, things are going to be chaotic. You can't escape it, especially if you're a child of God and you have an understanding and you have that covenant, you have that relationship with God. You have to understand that things are going to be chaotic and you have to understand where your place is. You have to understand what the purpose of the chaos is 
you have to understand that as well. And you have to understand what you are supposed to do, how you are supposed to react, what, what the best way to react is in those situations. And it's your choice whether or not you're going to subscribe to the chaos and how you react. I don't care what happens around you. You are still responsible. You are still in control of how you react. You are still in control of how you behave. Point blank period. You still have that amount of control over yourself. Even if you feel like you don't have a good grip on how you control your emotions, there are tools that you can use to learn how to better manage your emotions. And so there is really no excuse for saying, oh, well, this happened and this person made me mad. And, and so I slapped him upside the head. I'm like, I'm like, you could have, you could have held your own hand. You, you could have balled your hand up in the fist, put, you know, put yourself, um, cross your, cross your arms around your back, do something to prevent that, that slap from, from your, like your hand connecting to that person's face. You could have prevented that. You could have. So there's really no excuse. So my point that I'm trying to make is things are going to be chaotic and it's your choice whether to subscribe to that chaos and allow it to take over your mind and allow it to control the way you react and behave. It is your choice at the end of the day. So that's point number one. Point number two, I kind of hit on, but I want to just bring it home. God does not leave you the moment you begin to feel anxious. I need to say that one more time. God does not leave you the moment you begin to feel anxious. He's always right there for you because he's omnipresent. That aspect of God never changes depending on a situation. And I feel that sometimes we as people of God, we as children of God and us as God's creation, we feel that the minute, the minute things go left, if things go all kinds of left, we just feel like, oh, God just left me here to deal with this and fight this on my own. No, God's going to fight your battles. You just got to call on him. You have to trust him. He's always right there for you. His omnipresence is not conditional. It's not conditional. It is going to always be because he's God. If he's omnipresent one day, he's going to be omnipresent today and he's going to be omnipresent tomorrow. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's the word of God. He's omnipresent and you got the, and you have three of the baddest beings ever combined in one that you can see that, that can see you through what you're going through. If you simply take it to God in prayer, call on God, tell him what you need. You know, that old song, a lot of you probably already know this old song about, um, uh, what, what's this song? Oh, it was just on the tip of my tongue. Um, if you need more power, tell him what you want. You know, that, that song, if you need more power, tell him what you want. Call him up, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for bringing it back to my remembrance. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. I should know that song because we, we sing it just about every every service I sing at. We, we pretty much sing it every time. But you know the song, Jesus on the main line. L- literally call him up. Like, even if you feel like you got to put your phone to your ear. And just be like, Heavenly Father, I come before you and blah, 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 blah. I need blah, 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 blah. I'm feeling blah, 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 blah. He'll understand because he already knows. He just wants you to communicate that to him. He just wants you to communicate that to him. That's all. 
He wants you to invite him in the situation so he can come in and be God. You have to let God be God, but he's not going to unless you call on him and believe in faith that he will take care of the situation. So again, my point, God does not leave you the minute you begin to feel anxious. He's always right there for you. He's always going to be omnipresent and you can take your situation to God in prayer and ask God and pray and pray and tell God what you need. Sometimes, not even sometimes, let me take that back. Sometimes you may know what you need, but God knows better than you what you actually need. Because see, we only see what is in front of us at the present moment. God sees what's in your past, what's currently going on, and what is ahead of you in the future that you do not see yet. So even though you may feel you need something specific right now, God knows exactly what you need that will benefit you in the long run. All right. I need you to sit with that for a second because oftentimes, and this, I'm guilty of this. I can't even count how many times I'm guilty of this. When I pray and ask God, I need this, 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 and this, because right now I'm looking at this, 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 and this keyword right now. God is not looking so much at right now. He's looking at right now and the future. He's looking at you now and the person who you are to become. The person he's, you know, allowing these things to happen so you can become who he's called you to be in the first place. But you still have the right. When you develop that relationship with God and develop that covenant with God, you have the right to speak to him. You have the right to talk to him. Because even though you may feel you need something in that moment specifically, he knows what you actually need. And so God is not going to leave you in the moment you begin to feel anxious. You can take everything you're feeling, everything you're experiencing, everything that you are dealing with to God in prayer. Including if, you're, if you happen to be having an uh, episode of anxiety or an anxiety attack or 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 what or anything that's associated with anxiety if you are feeling any kind of symptom associated with anxiety trust and believe that God is present with you through those situations through those episodes through that moment of uneasement that moment of discomfort it will pass this too shall pass i need you to understand what I'm saying right now, because this is so, so super important. And sometimes you just need that reminder. And I'm here to give you that reminder that God is not going to leave you. We are the ones who walk away from God, but he is not going to leave you. He's going to stand right there and be with you until the very ends of the world. That's what the word of God says. That's his promise to us. And that is what it's going to be. And the last point that I want to make, and then I'm going to get out of here. Feeling out of control always seems like an eternity in that moment. Tell the truth. It always seems like (laughs) when when something is going wrong, it always seems like, oh, it's never going to end. And if you're dramatic like me, sometimes I'm like, Lord, when is this going to end? I can't take it no more. It feels like forever. You'd be going through it for three minutes and you're like, it feels like three months. I'm, I'm being honest with y'all. I'm being transparent with y'all. There has been moments. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share something with y'all. I'm going to share a story, story time real quick. So there was an occasion where I was, um, sick. 
I had ate something that didn't agree with me. Um, at the time, I didn't know I was allergic to this kind of food, but I had had it three times in a row. The first time I had it, I believe it was uh, frozen. It was frozen tilapia. And so now, mind you, before this occasion, I was able to eat tilapia no problem, whether it was fresh, whether it was frozen, whatever. I was able to eat it, had no issues whatsoever. But as you grow and as you develop and as your diet changes, depending on what kind of diet or what kind of lifestyle you choose to live as far as food, it is going to have an impact on what you what your body is able to tolerate. That's going to be a different kind of lesson, but let me just stick to the story. So the first time in this instance where I had experienced um, food poisoning, so I experienced food poisoning, didn't know it was food poisoning. All I knew was the minute I got home, my stomach started to feel an immense pain. And ladies, you know what I'm talking about when I talk about those cramps, those, those, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about those light cramps. I'm talking about that, like, you feel like you're about to give labor, like you, like you're about to go into labor. Now I've never been a mother. Um, I just recently became a godmother, but I have never been a mother. So that being said, I don't know what labor pains feel like, but this pain that I am talking about was probably the most intense that I have felt in a very long time. I thought that I had a stomach bug. I, th- I didn't know what was happening to me. All I knew was at some point I've ended up on the floor of my bathroom because that pain was just so intense and the coolness of the floor <laughs> helped relieve some of that pain. And it felt like it was never going to end. I don't know how long I was on that floor, but it was long enough for my family to come in and check on me because I I think I took like quite a bit of time. I I wasn't there for at least an hour. But my point is in the moment that I was experiencing the pain and the discomfort and it was like a stabbing pain, y'all. I don't know if you've ever experienced food poisoning before, but it is not fun at all all it is not fun at all oh man it feels like I don't even know what it feels like it just feels like a pain that you can't describe Ooh. but my but anyways it, it, it was quite a it was quite a bit it was like maybe an hour and then it finally started to let up I think I took some Tums after that drank some tea and, and I was able to finally go to sleep so how about I didn't learn after that <laughs> I didn't learn my lesson. I was like, something is wrong. Maybe it, maybe it was the vegetables that I had. You know, it, it was one of those uh, mixed medley vegetable thingies. I, I said, might, that might be what gave me food poisoning because I know for a fact that I can't be allergic to, to, to tilapia because I had it before many times. So what I decided to do is I decided to just to verify if it was in fact the tilapia. I went ahead and got fresh tilapia to see what would happen. And guess what? The exact same thing happened. Again, on the floor, crying, boo-hooing for at least an hour, experiencing food poisoning when I didn't have to, but because of my stubbornness and because I wanted to know and wanted to be sure, I decided to put myself through that situation again, all to find out that my suspicions were correct from the very beginning And I had developed an allergy to tilapia. So 
but again, that, but in the same, but the second time, the pain felt like it was going to last forever. But when that hour and a half passed, when I got up off that floor, took some Tums, or drank something hot, I don't even remember what I did the second time. It ended and I was relieved, but when I look back on it now, I'm like, I was only on the floor for about an hour, but in the moment it felt like forever. So my point in saying all of that and sharing all of that with y'all is feeling out of control seems like an eternity in the moment. Pain seems like an eternity in the moment. Frustration feels like an eternity in the moment. Betrayal, um, abandonment, all of these things that are associated with some kind of pain that you're going to feel in this life at some point or another always feels like an eternity in the moment, especially when you are in the midst of healing, when you're in the midst of releasing that pain. It always feels like an eternity, but that's all it will ever be, a moment in time. It will not last forever. Things will turn around and things are always working out for your good. So I just want you to know that and believe that and remember that. And I hope and pray that what anything that I've said in this episode encourages you, reminds you of something that is needed in your life. And I hope and pray that anything that I've said, any of any of the points that I've made will help you realize where God is taking you. And hopefully it will help you to better manage your anxiety. I'm not by any means claiming to be an expert on anxiety. I am just only speaking from my experience as well as the as well as the experience of those around me whom I've had the pleasure of getting to know better, um, whom they have, you know, shared their experiences with me. And I am just passing on the pearls of wisdom that I've learned and the information that I have learned to help better you in this walk, in this journey that you are taking in your own individual lives. So I love y'all very much. I thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Be blessed, be productive, be progressive, and I will see you the next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Talk with Sam podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and I definitely hope you got something out of it. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the official RTWS podcast and shop for our original merchandise by clicking the shop button or visiting the link in the bio. See you next time.